La, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, fear not, because this is your Friday edition, and it's not just any Friday edition, it's a post-NFL draft slash, and I do mean slash, Tennessee Sports Weekend but a post-first round uh, Friday edition, and we've got a lot to discuss today and very little time to get there, and somebody is feverishly trying to reach me, which I love. I'm, I'm for it, not again it. That's the second time, maybe the third time this phone number's called me, so if you're listening to the show, please quit calling me. Thank you. I appreciate you. We support you. Bino, Jeff, and Brian, good morning, fellas. How we doing today? Good morning, Tony B. and Brownie. Wish we had something to talk about today. Bino, did your Indianapolis Cotes dodge a bullet last night, or did they create a mess? Which one, buddy? I guess we'll see that as the years go along, Tony. I I, I know that I'm overlooking some uh, of Anthony Richardson's flaws out of my elation that it was not Will Levis wow. that the Colts took like uh, accuracy and recognition. But I guess my hope is that uh, Shane Steichen can do similar work with him that he did with Jalen Hurts, and who Brian, had some, yeah. some of those issues. And, Brian, boy, your Jags traded back last night like a half. Your, your Jags acted like a half last night, Brian. Yeah, and they took an offensive lineman, offensive tackle out of Oklahoma, which, like I said yesterday, if Darnell Wright had still been available – that's probably who they might have taken, but he was grabbed 10th by the Bears. Did you see Darnell Wright going in the, in the top 10? Uh, no. Just That's like, amazing. Well, I mean, it's amazing. Just like I never I mean, thought, just like I never thought Hendon Hooker would be a first round pick. I mean, I, I just didn't believe that. Just like Will Levis being a top five pick in that draft never made any sense to me. There were a lot of things that people were saying beforehand that just didn't make much sense. Uh, Darnell Wright as a top 10 pick was not on my Cinco card. Um, I'm not sure the Eagles did the right thing with Jalen Carter, but the guy is so talented and he falls in your lap there. How can you not do that? My, my brother like asked me the, my uh, thought on him because he knows I'm a big, you know, we cover the SEC. And I said to him, Eagle like, dogs, Tone. I, I said, look, this guy's either going to be a Hall of Fame player or he's going to be a total bust. That That's that's this guy. That's that guy's. And I just don't see much in between. He's, gonna be an, he's either going to be an all-pro type player or he'll be out of that league in three or four years. And, Bino, there are a bunch of guys like him, but he's certainly in that in that mold. Yeah, Tony, you, you, you're not concerned at all with the ability. That's mm-hmm. obvious. Uh, you're, you're concerned uh, with uh, the, the character that it takes to stay and uh, perform at a high level in that league for a number of years. And rightfully so, you know. How about your Colts? Your Colts went away from the the Manning playbook, so to speak, which I thought was overrated anyway, but it's fun to kind of joke about on the air. But they went for Richardson. Look, I think two football players last year made a lot of money against Tennessee, and one of them is Bryce Young, who I think really helped his stock. An Alabama team that was extremely, uh, had an extreme dearth 
of offensive weapons around him. He pretty much did it on his own uh, last season. And then Richardson was incredible against Tennessee as well. He's another one. Yeah, I believe it showed that uh, that both Ursay and Ballard uh, were kind of giving way to uh, Shane Steichen and letting him have a big voice here uh, because the, the comparisons between uh, Richardson and Hertz are there. Someone he was successful with, uh, I, I'm sure his voice was the loudest in the room in taking that, and I, I think that's good. When, when I looked at those two guys, Tony, I was uh, – I, I, again, I mentioned the flaws early, but uh, Richardson scared me to death as a Tennessee fan, watching him play yep. against uh, the the only fans that Levis scares when the game's on the line are his own. Well, and that's a really good point. And, and apparently with Levis, he didn't interview well. Apparently that was kind of part of the deal. So it was one of those deals where the more they met this guy, the more time people spent with him, the more they could find red flag reasons to kind of be afraid of him, which is – sort of interesting in that whole process yeah we we may find that all the pundits were correct and he becomes a really really good chip on his shoulder nfl quarterback we'll we'll see maybe someone gets a bargain with him in the second round uh I, i'm glad it wasn't the Colts. aaron Rodgers had to sit there and watch the alex Smiths of the world and several other uh, would be pretty average players go in front of him uh, in that draft room. And, you know, that fuels those guys. Uh, that can't be fun. No. Especially when one of your friends went on Reddit earlier that day and floated a strong rumor that you were going to be the first pick in the draft. And the um, gambling markets, the betting markets picked up on it. And people were talking about, oh, man, this really strong rumor. And apparently he started the the rumor himself. So I guess if you're going to be disappointed, you might as well disappoint yourself. You might as well talk yourself into something with some magical thinking. I guess we've all been there. But, uh, wow, probably not, probably not a red-letter day in that poor kid's life last night, but I say poor kid because he's about to be a very wealthy young man. Even if he's taken in the second or third round uh, today, he's going to make more money than most. So don't cry for me, Argentina. How, how about the Texans' aggressive approach? Wow. When they took Stroud, I was thinking, gosh, what are they doing? But they needed a quarterback and they needed Will Anderson. They just decided we're going to get them both. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Um I mean, let's face it, guys. The AFC South last night was kind of the story. What you guys did, what they did, uh, what Brian, what the Tennessee Titans didn't do. It was expected that the Titans were going to uh, get up there and grab a quarterback because that's what they were supposed to do. And they said, no, uh uh-uh. We're going to take. An offensive lineman who, if he had a little longer arms, is probably a top-five pick. But it's thought to be a very good potential uh, player for a long, long time, building on the front line. And you know what? 
Rand Carthon came to that organization with a solid reputation and after one night I gotta say job well done because he did not take the cheese. I think Will Levis last night uh at the end of the day was the cheese. And my sense is that that was a smart thing that the uh, Titans did. We'll, we'll see. It'll all come out in the wash. They uh, still might take a QB at 41. Sure. They're probably waiting. Sure, but you don't overpay. You go get your offensive yeah, lineman I, first, right? That's you know that's yeah. a trick in that league. The trick in that league is I'm not going to overpay. Kind of like taking Jameer Gibbs in the first round. Come on, guys. Two running backs in the first 10 picks. Come on now. In the modern-day NFL, now you might be able to talk me into because B. John Robinson was was linked to the Eagles. You might be able to talk me into B. John Robinson, but Jameer Gibbs, guys? Jameer Gibbs is a top-ten pick now? Come on, Jameer Gibbs? I think he was 12th, right? Or 12th, I'm sorry. Whatever he is, top-15 pick. top-10. But two, two guys in the first 15, I guess, is my point. Yeah, that's kind of that's certainly a shift from what we've seen in NFL drafts of late, uh, especially if it's not a stud running back. And then I can't believe that that was Alabama's first number one overall pick in the modern era. I, I found that kind of mind-boggling. Harry Gilmer was the only other uh, pick in post-World War II days. And- and didn't have a Heisman winner until Saban came there. It's a good point, Brian. Free Saban. It's really Either. strange. But for Saban to run through all that incredible five-star talent in the last 15 or so Tremendous. years and to have not produced a number one overall pick in the draft is kind of mind-boggling. Yeah, it's amazing. And then Howie Roseman with my Eagles. Went from a guy that would not take any SEC players to somebody who's just because he 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 took a couple years ago. He refused to take Justin Jefferson in a draft when he fell to the Eagles. Refused to take him. Took this kid out of uh, Texas Tech instead, who's just a terrible player. And since then, has righted his wrong by doing nothing but drafting SEC football players. And last night the Eagles got Carter, and then they turned right back around and got Nolan Smith at the end of the first round. And many people think the Eagles had an incredible draft last night. All he's doing is drafting SEC football players. So they've got George's almost entire defensive line. That's right. Offensive. They, they have like they have Davis from last year, the big big uh, tackle. The Eagle Dogs. They got Carter, who's another one. So that's their that's their bookends inside. They've got uh, Nicobe Dean, who they got in the third round last year, who I think is going to be a good pro, though he didn't have a good year last year. He was hurt all season. And a lot of that sport at that level is being able to stay healthy. But I think Nicobe Dean, if he can get right, will be able to get right. And there's no reason that Smith kid can't be a nice NFL player. So... What is the significance last night, in you guys' opinion, of Tennessee landing a top 10 draft pick in a position where those that recruit against Tennessee on the offensive line whisper that 
you can't develop into an NFL player playing Josh Heupel football. Now, there's two things that work there, right? That's not a guy Josh Heupel recruited. Would that guy have signed with Josh Heupel out of high school? Who knows? But he played with him for two years and developed under him. Uh, if he if he didn't get a chance to play, let's put it this way. If Pruitt would have stayed four years, was that going to happen for Darnell Wright? Nobody knows the answer to that question. My sense of that is probably not. Would be how I'd answer that. So what is the significance of it, Bino, landing a top ten pick last night? I, I think it's huge, Tony, in that position especially. For the, for the very reasons that you've talked about, um, and he 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 did he was a <clears throat> he he was an underachieving player in Pruitt's program uh, who who found his way um, in in Josh Heupel's, and I think it goes a long way in helping Ellerby and Heupel to go out and and show offensive linemen, hey, doesn't matter what they say. You can you can uh, be an NFL player coming out of here playing this style of, of offense in the offensive line, and I think it's huge that him and go uh, fairly quickly uh, to show that this you can you can develop as a quarterback into an NFL player here too, uh, even though this is a strange type of offense. Well, and it's a really good point. You led me right into the Hendon Hooker deal, and by the way, eight six five. Two hundred five four zero two. if you want to jump in. The Hendon Hooker situation. I want to Good, Brian. make a point here. Five of the top ten picks were from the SEC, and seven of the top 14 were from the SEC, all from four schools, Florida, Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee. And that just confirms the fact that, finally, Tennessee football is playing on even level with the three big rivals. They're not they're not competing against Missouri and Bandy anymore. That's right. They're actually legitimately legitimately competing against the top teams in the conference. It's a really good point of distinction. They're dis- top three rivals. Yeah, it's a really great point of distinction to make. Back to the Hooker situation and Bino's thoughts that he needs to disappear pretty quickly today in the second round. I've decided we need to play our game again today. Brian, has that, is anybody tracking for winning a gift card? I think Paulie Joe's got a shot, right? Because he picked well, Darnell right still, to the Bears. Yeah. Paulie Joe got Darnell to the Bears. Yep. Josh Boy is still in the game. W. Lynn, Titansville, and Goldbrick Joe are all still, still alive. Chances. Yes. Right. Everyone else has been eliminated. So here's what I want to do. Because they had Darnell Wright going somewhere else. Yeah, I want to wipe. I want to wipe the slate clean and give everybody a second run at it because there are five players left, and there are six rounds left. And the truth is, right now is where you win in the NFL. Those first round picks are fine, but there's a lot of swing and missing that's going to go in the first round, and there's going to be a lot of hits in the second and third round. And there are going to be a lot of hits in the fourth round. And there will be hits in the fifth round. I've always been a believer that heading into a draft, give me four second and third round picks over two first round picks any day of the week. Give me four scratches at the lottery if I have a good organization, and I'll build my team quicker than you will. 
always believed that. It's always been my contention that the next two days are ultra critical for NFL fans if you are looking to have a solid uh, football team going forward. And I love, I love the second, third rounds. But then I love tomorrow. Tomorrow is just a terrific day for the NFL draft. Now, I want to ask a question about the contest. Is anyone that gave their two players yesterday eligible to pick again today? Yes. Or do you want new? No. So you called the show today. You give me two Vols and what team will take them going forward. Let's wipe the first round out. 865-200-5402. Two Vols and the teams they will end up with in the next couple of days. I was told yesterday that giving away a $25 gift card to Alumni Hall is an embarrassingly paltry prize by one Nashville Lee. It should be 50. Well, Nashville Lee told me there's a 1 in 300 chance to get to... uh, At least. to to, um, For that to happen, the odds are 300 to 1. And I said, look, man, I'm not asking people for the draft position like Bino wanted me to. Bino wanted me to take... Uh, team and round. And I said, no, Bino, we can't do that. So to to Nashville, Tennessee, Lee, I'll say to you, if you want to put up some money along with uh, what we're doing, feel free, my friend. Feel free. Because we're here for you. <clears throat> the number is 865-200-5402 if you want to join. On Hendon Hooker, I said this yesterday, I'm going to say it again. Bino, I could not envision, and I never believed he was a first-round pick. I just couldn't envision it. Now, maybe he belonged in yesterday's first round, but I, I think he's a incredibly great college football story. I think his ascent over the past couple of uh, seasons is wonderful. I think it's marvelous. I think it's tremendous. I would not have taken him. I can, I'm can. i just going to say this, and I'm not meaning to besmirch the guy. I just keep it real on here. We're talking about the NFL game. I would not have taken him in the first round last night. I think that was wise for teams to not take him. Your thoughts? I, I think that his advanced age and his injury uh, pushed him out of any consideration for the first round, Tony. Yeah, and look, all the stories, like I was saying leading up to it, like the guy that wrote and had him in a mock draft at five, that never hurts your college football program when they're talking about your starting quarterback like that. It never hurts your college football program to get some hype around you. Never, ever, 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 ever. But um, at the end of the day, I, I just think that um, at the end of it all, I, I just think that he's not a first-round pick. My sense of it. Just like, and I keep it real on here, you know, just like if you were to say to me, okay, I'm going to give you a choice, I think that Hyatt's going to go higher than Tillman in the draft. I think Tillman's a better NFL football player than Hyatt. From my standpoint, 
I could be wrong. I mean, Hyatt could go to the right situation and become one of these little satellite guys and, you know, go out and go out and catch 120 balls for all I know. I'm taking Tillman. I, I'm valuing Tillman over Hyatt, you know, in my mind. Well, I think in that game, Tony, you take the the bigger, stronger receiver uh, that's more apt to catch the ball in traffic and catch the ball with and be able to get off press coverage. Uh, and I, I think that's probably right. Um, I, I think I think Jalen needs the right situation. Eight six five two hundred five four zero two. Tremendous development last night, though. Tennessee landing a first-round pick, and truly that was as good as it was going to get because I just don't believe Hooker was was a first-rounder. And trust your eyes, sports fans. Trust your eyes. We all knew. We all knew that Will Levis was not a high first-round draft pick. There was nothing that Will Levis did at Kentucky that suggested that he should have gone in the first round last night. I realize he's a combine warrior being star, but I think that's justice, that he didn't get drafted in the first round. It's not first-round pick being star. No, I don't don't think he was first-round material either, Tony. Now, I will, you know, I'll admit that uh, his, the last we saw of him in college, probably uh, wasn't the real him uh, because their their offensive coordinator was bad and their offensive line was bad. Oh, yeah. So will Matt Jones continue his watch party over in Oh, my gosh. Tell the living listener about poor Matt Jones's watch party, Brian, that aren't familiar. Matt Jones to the north of us, who's just a real goofball. But go ahead, Brian. So they have that KSR grill thing up there that he, I guess, is part owner of. And they were having a, like a, uh, a draft watch party to, I guess, watch Will Levis, they, who they thought was going to go in the first round. And some even number one. He tweeted, so he tweeted out last night, yeah. come out and watch the first top five pick in Kentucky football history with us at our watch party. I mean, you talk about some hubris now. You talk about a guy that believed the reports. Are you freaking kidding me? And then one other uh, snooze note snugget for you, and then we'll take a brief time out. That Tennessee baseball team, that was a courageous, gutty win last night by them. That's a game right there three weeks ago. They don't win that game in 20 tries. Three weeks ago. That was a courageous. That Mississippi State team never quit coming. Mississippi State inserted that goofy left-hander. Big old rear end on him. He had Tennessee off balance all night. uh, Who kind of saved their bacon in the middle to the later innings. And Tennessee almost got drug into one of those games that you fall asleep in, in baseball, and you lose. And that was a courageous, gutty win by the Vols. They had to have a little bit of everything to win last night's game. Beanstar, your thoughts on that win by the – which really sets them up nicely now 
for the rest of the weekend. And I know some are going to criticize Tony Vitello because, will you burn your clothes? Or what was he supposed to do last night? I saw a couple people say, well, what is he doing? What is Chase Burns? Are you watching the game? Well, he burned his clothes or gets bandy in game one as well. Well, he? I mean, if you don't burn your again Sunday, what's more important? Game. What's more important? Keeping your clothes over there in in uh, shipping popcorn and bubble wrap or getting the win last night. Where do these people come from, Beanstar? Courageous win by the baseball team. Yeah, Tony, that could have been a bad momentum stifling loss. And instead, I think it turned into another um, confidence building late win. Uh, I think it's I think it's a big win. Uh, I, I don't uh, I don't have any I don't have any problems uh, with how Chase was used last night. I mean, he's used to being stretched out anyway. Um, he he'll he'll be available on on Saturday just like he was uh, last Sunday. Eight six five two hundred five four zero two. The haters gonna hate, 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 and the haters gonna hate, 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 hate. And I'm just gonna do, 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 do the show, do the show, ha ha. Eight six five two hundred five four zero two. So now Doe's got to go out tonight, like Orange Throat said, and and mow these dudes down. Hey, Mississippi State can really hit the ball. But you know, if that's Mississippi State's front line first starter of the weekend. This is going to be some freaking batting practice over the next couple of days. Yes or no? Uh, yeah, I understand that he was he he had been pretty good of late until last night, uh, and he recovered well after the first inning. Uh, but uh, I mean, they were just hitting bullet after bullet off of him. I figured they were going to roll a cage out there at some point in that first inning. <laughs> the cage, get the cage out. Ah, oh, Bino, I love you so much. God, we have so much fun on here. 865-200-5402. It's just such a, um, such a fun thing to have our baseball balls back. Because I, I'm not going to lie to you, Beanstar. Prior to that Vanderbilt series, I was resigned to the fact, which shows you, how much of a, a neg of all I am, I was resigned to the fact that the, this team was just going to miss the postseason. Well, I, I, I was too, Tony. I don't, I don't think they had given, they'd given no one any reason to believe that they were going to be able to get up off the deck like yeah. they did against Fandy. I, I give them all the credit in the world for being able to do that. I, I thought that uh, after the Arkansas series and, and uh, the midweek game, uh, against uh, Tennessee Tech, that uh, this was just a team that didn't have the makeup or the moxie uh, to to get up off the mat, and they've certainly they've certainly proven me wrong, and I couldn't be happier about it. Eight six five two hundred five four zero two. So we can talk about the Tennessee baseball team as well, or if you want to play the game, play the game, play the game, play the game. As we continue with more on the other side. On a Friday, we're going to keep it wide open for you uh, the next few hours. NFL draft, little college baseball, a little bit of whatever else pops into our heads, including the fact that I cannot believe we've waited for a 12-team playoff as long as we have, and they're going to go up against the NFL? I mean, are these people crazy? After this. 
Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. 
Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Have you heard the news? The Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools has a new day and time. Hop on the Big Yellow School Bus Saturdays at 10 a.m. right here on WKOM 101.7 FM to hear all about what's happening in and around Murray County Public Schools. The Big Yellow School Bus with Jack Cobb and friends on Front Porch Radio, Saturdays at 10 a.m. on WKOM 101.7 FM. you got to know Spend a very special evening with The Gambler. The timeless music of Kenny Rogers, performed by Justin Sullivan and his seven-piece Real Deal Band. Many have said this is the best tribute show of its kind. Hear all your Kenny Rogers favorites. Lucille, Lady, She Believes in Me, Coward of the County, Everyone considered him the coward Saturday, of the May 20th, 7 p.m. at the legendary Crockett Theater in Lawrenceburg. Tickets begin at only $16. Yes, an evening with the gambler and the real deal band. Saturday evening, May 20th at 7. For more information, log on to CrockettTheater.com. CrockettTheater.com. We'll see you there. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM, Columbia. Tony B. back with you. It's 865-200-5402. It's your Tony Basilio Show. And we're doing Twitter spaces once again today. So, Bino, be on your best behavior during our commercial breaks. You're not allowed to cut promos on our, on our callers and listeners as you usually do. And that's my prime cussing time. I know, right? Stay in, stay in sheer mode, uh, whatever the mode is. Guys, did you see that they've released the uh, preliminary dates, and then we'll go to the phones, of the first college football 12-team playoff to be in a year and a half, which that'll be here before you know it. And they're going to play the games, apparently, opposite some NFL football games. Now, you know, I don't know if college football is trying to, like, get viewers and grow their sport or kill their sport. Because that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I, I, I read somewhere, Tony, where they're kind of already second-guessing that and starting to think about starting – Making week zero, week one of the college football season, playing uh, it, uh, conference championship games around Thanksgiving, and then starting the uh, uh, starting the playoffs a week earlier, uh, in in order to avoid that going forward. The ACC commissioner is advocating that, and he is correct, sir. Okay, he is absolutely one hundred percent. On that and correct, sir, because that's the way the deal ought to be played. 
There's no reason to be out there competing. And here's the other thing. If you've got to play a playoff game on a Wednesday night, play a playoff game on a Wednesday night. If you've got to play a playoff game on a Friday night, play a playoff game on a Friday night. Whatever you do. And look, I you know, these people have hoard their game out, so whatever, whatever. And I guess they're going to do whatever the networks want to do. But I'm just talking about, for the betterment of college football, somebody who loves the college football game, I like it better than the pro game, personally. I just like it better. And and you can have your people say to me, I can't believe you say that. And that's fine. You're allowed to like what you like. Uh, but I, I'm just, from my perspective, I want as many eyeballs on that thing as humanly possible. And if I've got to play the thing on a Wednesday night, you know, a, a playoff game, or play a Friday night game in Neyland Stadium, play a Friday night game in Neyland Stadium. Why not? Or if you're playing over the holidays, play a Friday afternoon game in Neyland Stadium. Yeah, I, you know, I, I guess I guess you get into a little bit of are you hurting the high school game at that point uh, on a weekend. But you're in December. Yeah, you're in December at that late December. There is no high school. That's good. Yeah. I was trying to figure out if it would, yep. if that those two would. Yeah, no, you, I, I would agree. So we'll go to the phones. Or if you want to speak and you're with us today on our Twitter spaces over at twitter.com uh, under the handle of Tony Basilio. Uh, you can go find that if you want to see what we're doing there. 865-200-5402 is my number. If you would like to join us, we would love to have you uh, with us today. Here's what we're doing. We've held over our game because we're through round one. And our game yesterday that we played was take any two vols, any two vols, and from here. And tell me which team they're going to. Now, Bino, Jeff Henderson, you've been commissioned here to tell me which two teams, which two Vols are going to. Call the shot, Bino. It's coming into clear view here. It's coming into clear view, my friend. Tony Hooker goes today to the Tennessee Titans. Nice. And Jalen Hyatt goes to the Indianapolis Colts. Ooh, see what he did there, Brian Hartman? See what Bino did there? Bino triangulated right around your flailing Jacksonville Jaguars, who are going to be back to flailing mode if, in fact, that comes to be. What is flailing mode? You tell me. You've been doing it for 10 years down there. What is flailing well, mode? I, th- I think they're I think they're out of flailing mode for right now. <clears throat> Briny boy gets very uh, what's the word, Bino, about his bunch? Very protective, very particular. Briny's they've they've started to win a few games, and Briny's a little testy. Yeah, he's ready to fight. What was really great back in the day. Well, I mean, you wish they'd go back to flailing, but, I mean, okay. Well, I'll tell you this about Brian. He's got a pugnacious spirit about him when it comes to his NFL team. When the Titans were doing what they were doing and they were ascending, I've never seen a guy who was more of a basket case, Bino, than Brian those couple of weeks <laughs> when they almost played in that Super Bowl. That year they got beat by the Chiefs. 
<laughs> how bad, Bino? How bad did Brian want the Titans off the stage? <laughs> yeah, Brian is a uh, Brian's a low key Titan hater now. I mean, he ain't playing now. I-, I joke around like on the air about it, you know. Brian is so sick of getting his nose rubbed in it by our Nashville Titans. Just not a big fan, are you, Brian? Well, you know, we punched back finally, and then you say they're going back to flailing mode. Eight six. Finally, this past year, we we punched we punched them back. Eight six. Knocked them out. Eight six five two hundred five four zero two. If you want to join, my name's Basilio. We're rocking it here on your Tony Basilio show. It's absolutely an outstanding day to be alive and well with you. If you want to join. Or if you've got your hand up in Twitter spaces, I will come to you. Let's, without further ado, go back to our busy phones and get our first call in. I'm giving you another crack at it after the NFL draft. And, uh, boy, what a miserable day. Is that rain going to be out of here by tonight, Brian, or is it just going to keep raining all day? I believe it's supposed to be done by first pitch tonight. Okay. And it's going to be nice, no rain tomorrow. During game three of the series. I do want to say, those of you that are at the ball game tonight, if you want to do a little something afterwards, uh, my group, Fountain City Ramblers, we're also playing at uh, this weekend on one of the stages at the Dogwoods Art, Dogwood Arts Festival Sunday afternoon, which is a real honor. But we're going to be playing tonight, 9 o'clock, kind of a late night, 9 to midnight, over at... Um, Boyd's Jig and Reel down in the Old City. So, greatly looking forward to that. That's a really fun place to play music. That house sounds really good. Uh, it's uh, it's a great place to play. Really nice stage in there. It's got a really great old school type feel to it. And I'm for it, not again it. As uh, my brother Steve likes to say, my special needs brother Steve, who is absolutely without a doubt, next level. But, you know, the other day on Extra Time Overtime, I told a story about Steve on the way out. We were at a, um, and then we'll go to the phones. My brother's four years older than me. We were at, we were at my, my brother's grand, granddaughter's softball game. And I took my brother Steve out there after taking him to the record store. And so we kind of show up, and, you know, we're just sort of watching seventh-grade girls play softball. Just being dutiful, so to speak. And um, there's, like, a ton of stuff going on in this one area where we were at this school. And I said, you know, we got to get going here to my brother Steve. we got, we got to get on the road. we got to get going. Because he, he lives, like, 25, 30 minutes from there. And I wanted to get back and eat at a decent hour, work on my blog, all that stuff. So I said, Steve, let's go. On the way to going to where we were going, though, and there's a ton of people milling around, I said to him, I said, stay right here, buddy. I said, uh, I got to use a porta potty. So I went in there and, you know, I come out, and he's doing this with his uh, hands, look, like he's trying to blow. I said, Steve, if you want to whistle, whistle, buddy. And all of a sudden, 
And I'm telling you, there are people all around us, all around us. He lets out the loudest you've ever heard in your life. But, you know, he did, <laughs> he did a cat call whistle. Beautiful. And I'm like, I'm looking around trying to duck. And I'm not. I'm for it. I'm not an I'm not an embarrassable type of person. Never have been. But these women looked over at me like, "Are you whistling at me? Like, what's wrong with you, dude? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm a construction worker, you know, on a on a job site. Beautiful. Steve turns the tables on you. And Bino's been around, Steve. B Steve's got... Uh, Bino, were you there that day at the uh, record store where the guy came up and tried to look at his records when Steve was looking I at it? I was. Him? And he gave that guy... If he boxed out... If our forwards boxed out the way my brother boxed that dude out from that vinyl... And this guy kind of picked up on the fact that my brother was like he was. Because you can sort of tell after a second. Um... He gave him a forearm, to, or like, what would you describe, like a stiff arm almost, Beanstar? Yeah, yeah, he, he shivered him a little bit. Really funny. Back to the phones we go. So a cat call from my brother. Let's go to the phones. Hello and welcome into our first call. How you doing, Tony? There he is, Brian, right on cue, just like you said, Brian. Hey, Bill. I'll take Brian ain't the only one that's Titans haters. I know there's two others that are Titans haters as well. And that's Vandy Joe and Nashville Lee. Yeah, we got to do something. Nashville Lee's actually a Titans fan, isn't he, Bill? I don't believe he is. Because okay. he was the one that opposed the stadium. I'm pretty sure he is. But, well, well, okay, if you swell, but I don't, I don't know about that. But on another note, Tony, I'm very much impressed with who the Titans picked up in the first round. They needed offensive line help, and they got it. That's Skaronsky, or, yeah. Skaronsky, yeah. yeah. Yes, Garonsky. So I'm going to have to say Rand Carthon and Mike Frable, when it was your time, when it was your turn, you you drafted wise and you drafted well. Of course, I stole that from you, Tony. Well, I'll tell you, I think that was a smart, smart play by the Titans last night to stay out of that hole. We need a quarterback. And maybe Bino's right. Maybe you come back around two today and get your quarterback, or maybe you kick the can down the road if you decide, hey, there's somebody I like more than Hendon Hooker or even any of the other quarterback choices. I just, I've never been a fan of just drafting somebody to draft somebody because that's the position I need. I'm always going to go get the best player available, period, end of sentence. I would have to say if, uh, if the Titans need to go after a wide receiver, go after Cedric Tillman in the second round. Bino, where do you suspect Cedric Tillman goes 
if you're guessing? Does he go second or third? I'm going to say that Cedric goes uh, late in the second. Bottom of the second guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see. I'm going to say Hooker is going to go to, if I had to maybe take a guess, right. the Detroit Lions. What are your two today, Billy, that you're going to share with us? Uh, what are your two uh, plays uh, today? Uh, your two Vols, where are they getting drafted? So you've got Tillman going to the Lions, and who else? Let's see, i got Tillman going to the Titans. Titans. I, I, have, Hooker going to, I, I have Hooker going to the Lions, Tillman going to the Titans. One thing about the Lions, Bino, they continue to be an absolutely goofy franchise. What a reach of a pick last night. Doesn't matter who's up there. And they've got a pretty nice little young team right now. Yeah. But geez Louise, what a goofy draft pick last night by them. That kind of Butch Jones recruit. It's always like they're playing seven on seven. Exactly. I mean, when do you have enough? Well, Billy, you're my boy. You've really added a lot, my man. Well, thank you, my good friend. And I'll tell you where Will Levis is going to go, if I had to pick. All right. I'm going to say he's going to go to Lamb Weirdo Steelers. Oh, my gosh, I would. <laughs> I I would maybe give anything to see him go to Lamb Weirdo Steelers at this point. They, they pick first tonight. Steelers uh, do. Oh. Number 32, I, that's their pick. You know what I wonder? I wonder if somebody that covets a quarterback doesn't work a deal with the uh, Steelers between now and then, because that's a really coveted spot to be in. And if I'm not I mistaken, think could take him. if I'm not mistaken, that's the chase. Next. That's the chase Claypool pick. So that's going to be the gift that keeps on giving for the Steelers, because they could maybe parlay that into a couple picks tonight or down the road. Thank you, Bill. Great You're talking welcome, to you, buddy. Eight six five two hundred five four zero two. Beanstar, are you like me after watching Mississippi State last night? We're in total sweep mode. I'm in like uh, total sweep mode at this point. Yeah, I, I mean it. I will obviously take winning the series. I think from this point on, you look to win series, and uh, I, I just want to win tonight's game and Saturday and go however it wants to go. I want to sweep. I stand with Brian Hartman. Get the brooms out. Sweep, sweep, sweep. Dolander needs to be, be great tonight. He needs to do what he does. I'll be fine if they win two out of three at Georgia and then beat Kentucky two out of three. But today, I think they need to sweep this team. Yep. To keep that momentum from the Bandit Series. Keep it going. Forward. Yes. Going forward. Forward. Jerry and, Pruitt would say. And by the way, last night's game is a game a couple weeks ago they would have lost. Belay. Belay that. Belay. Let me go back to our phones. I'm going to take a call here over on Twitter Spaces, and I'm going to bring Zach Mania into the mix and into the hunt with us. Zach Mania, welcome in. How you doing? Buenos dias, Zach Mania. Zach Mania, can you hear me? Buenos dias, Zach Mania. Are you there? Hello. Unmute yourself there, Zach Mania. 
reach down and unmute you. There you go. Hey, brother. Hey, how you doing? How you doing, man? Que pasa? Hey, brother. Okay, it's Zach from Elizabeth and not a mucho. Um, was Bino okay with their pick? Bino? Uh, I was elated it wasn't Will Levis, Zach. It was so hilarious, Bino, because that uh, ESPN kept showing how he was the top player still left, and no one was taking him. I don't know. I you see that beautiful girl he was sitting next to the whole time? Yeah, who is yes. that? Who is I, that think, I think if somebody – I'd be disappointed if uh, – I don't think I'd be too disappointed if I got to sit next to her for several hours. Well, no. She might have been disappointed because that bag was getting smaller. <laughs> but Interesting. I'm kidding. Interesting. I'm well, kidding. I'll tell you this. I think that's a really terrible, tough spot. Yeah, and, I feel bad for him. So yeah, I feel, I feel badly for anybody that's got to sit there. And then you keep it in perspective. That guy's going to be richer than most people listening to us uh, sure. here in a couple weeks. So whatever. Do we think a bunch of balls are going tonight? Because I was kind of bummed. Mm. Again, I don't I don't mean to keep it real. I just never saw Hendon Hooker as a first round pick. I think Hendon Hooker goes tonight. Tonight today you got the second and third rounds. I think at least three Vols are going. I think him and the two wide receivers come off the board uh this evening. And What about Byron Young? <laughs> Byron Young is a third round pick is um I don't know. No one has mentioned him yet. Zach, I'm going awesome to say that four balls go tonight, including Byron Young. And I'm going to hot take that Byron Young becomes the best NFL football player of everybody that we get drafted. Boom. Oh. I don't mind that being a – hey, look, edge rushers are uh, – guys that get after the quarterback are a premium in that league. He'll get every opportunity, no doubt about it. Yeah, he balled out against Alabama, yep. Florida, so – Yep. Anyway, well, I appreciate you for letting me try the Twitter spaces. Zach, would you uh, care to guess who's going to get drafted by what team, which two Vols for a $25 gift card good to our friends at Alumni Hall? Well, Cedric Tillman to the Lions. Yes. Lions have about nine picks. I would love to see him in Honolulu, blue and silver. Because the Lions are sneakily, they've been one of my favorite NFL franchises for a long time in a sneaky way. Well, it'd be like uh, Terry Fair, you know, that they picked the ball. They have picked balls before. They picked Terry Fair. The great T Fair. Love that guy. And uh, and uh, Jalen Reese Maven, they picked him. Yes, and Jalen Reese Maven right. from the Mid State. That's right, Brian. Brian is a wizard. Um, and I'll take. Uh, Hens and Hooker to my Tennessee Titans, and the taxpayers should not pay for billionaire stadiums. Thank you, Tony. Uh, he is exactly right. But Amy Adams drunk, drunk. You always make me do that, Brian. Uh, they they need to help up. They need to help up. Eight six five two hundred five four zero two. As we continue. Zach sounded good on Twitter Spaces. Zach sounded good. Twitter Spaces is uh, not a bad way to go, Bino. 
Not a bad way to go on the TLD Logistics Twitter Spaces hotline. 865-200-5402. Again, 865-200-5402. Let us continue on the other side as we bring her on back. It is your Tony Basilio show rocking with you on a Friday as we continue. Uh, hour two, right after this. This is Terry Wilcox, a.k.a. The Chicken Man, a.k.a. T-Willie, and you're listening to 101.7 FM WKOM, Columbia, Tennessee. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call mepainfree.com or call 615-551-9224. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood, along with the award-winning service and advice Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. 
Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big, no tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113 or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. Each week on History's Hook, we'll be bringing you interesting and informative stories from the past in an effort to connect the history in our own backyard to the big events that compose national and world history. I'm your host, Tom Price. This is not your high school history class. We're going to make history fun and compelling. We're going to get you hooked. History's Hook with your host, Tom Price, Saturdays at 9 a.m. and 6 p.m. right here on WKOM 101.7 FM Front Porch Radio. Join us for a journey through time. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. TB back with you. It is, ladies and germs, breaking it down scientifically with you. Our number due on your radio. We'll go to the phones at 865-200-5402. Plus our friends in Twitter spaces and in more places. And if you want to jump in, 865-200-5402. Boy, the weather is just, um, mm. as Brian Hartman said, those of you listening outside the area, we've just been in a pattern where it's extremely nice, and then it just rains on weekends. And it's been going on in the Northeast, too, which is really strange, because I was up there for a couple of weeks, and a couple of my son's uh, golf outings, and it was the same thing. Beautiful weather all week. And then last week, Brian, on Sunday, a cold rain in upstate New York. And, and look, hey, listen, God bless the UT fans that sat out in that stuff last night. Because in those middle innings, when it started to absolutely pour last night, and you're sitting out in that, I say more power to you, Matt Dixon. Glorious on Monday and Tuesday and gloomy on Friday and Saturday. Yep. Can we change that up a little bit every now and then? Uh, just asking for me. Hey, Bino, Jeff, if you're sitting out there in the middle innings last night with that rain just pouring down, more power to you. Uh, if if I'm sitting out in that, Tony, it's the first drunken bench of my life. Well, and you know what else, Beanstar? Kid hit a uh, seed off of Chase Burns last night in the rain. I mean, kudos to him for connecting on a yeah. ball in the rain like that. He's, uh, he's, he's what he was advertised to be based on that swing for sure. So, Was, was he one of the holdovers from their national championship team a couple he, years ago he, he, that hit that home run he, off Chase? He pretty good. Uh, they got some guys who can put the lumber on the ball now, uh, Bry. Just like we were told earlier in the week by Stefan Krasnick, who also told us, wait till you see this pitching staff. Does tonight, the, does the amphibious guy go tonight? Anybody know? When's the amphibious pitcher pitch, uh, Bry? Ooh. Uh, they should have pitched last night. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Of course, I'm talking about when Charles Shackelford said, I'm amphibious. 
which is one of the great sports quotes of all time. Back to the phones we go. Let's get our next call in. Hello and welcome. Live on your Tony Basilio show on a Friday, Hello. ladies and gentlemen. Hello. Tony. Yo, welcome in. Hey, Ken Paris, Bob fan. How you doing? Good to talk to you, my friend. Hey, uh, I got a couple. I got four things. Uh, I'm glad you uh, escaped the bathroom issue. And to the buddy who went into the women's room to wash his hands, I always carry hand sanitizer in your pocket. That's a good thing to do. That's a very good little adage on your part. That's a great, great point. And uh, oh, Hooker didn't make it to the first round. He'll make it tonight. He should make it. I'm from Greensboro, and uh, that's where he's from. In your humble opinion, when does he go uh, this evening? What do you think? I think he'll go early. Yeah, I hope for his sake he's one of the first five or six picks tonight because that would not be fun to think you're going to be a first-round pick and then end up sitting there for eight or nine or ten picks tonight. And God forbid you start to slide in the second round. That would not be good. Yeah, that's true. Uh, It's correct on that. And the walk-off last night, cool, very cool. Uh, Very good. I would say that that ball was pretty well struck there. Yes. That was hammered, hammered to center field. That came off his bat like a rocket. Yes. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. He he got that ball. And I will be in town. On the 16th for the um, Belmont game. I'd like to meet you if you can be at the game. Boom! 16th. I will be in Philadelphia watching my son walk that aisle at the University of Pennsylvania. Oh, cool. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool if he's going to graduate. That's cool. All right. And I'll follow you on podcast. I'm glad I got on today. And one more thing before I hang up. You ready? Hit it. Go Braves. Nothing wrong with that, brother. You be you. I'll be me. Thank you. I was glad your Braves lost again yesterday. Braves have uh, had a so-so run here recently. Can't win them all. Braves got a great team, Bean Star. And like a model organization. It's kind of sickening, isn't it? Yeah, they really are, Tony. They make... uh... They, they kind of started the way in in signing their young talent to long-term deals, and they've identified the ones to do it with well. Uh, they've they've made uh, they've made quality moves at the trade deadline. Uh, they they are a solid solid organization. Make no mistake about it. Back to the phone. Along with the rates, probably is probably as savvy an organization as there is out there. There is no question. Are you pleased, Bino, with the start your Yankees are off to thus far? Uh, yeah, for to have a kind of patchwork pitching staff, Tony, and uh, uh, for Stanton, of course, to be out for his 60% of this season or whatever he's going to be out for. 
He's a gamer. One thing about Stanton, the guy's like a modern he's day. He's a lamer. He's what? He's a lamer. He's uh, <laughs> like a modern day Cal Ripken, almost, you know? What, what, what I don't understand about these about these modern day weight lifting animals, uh, they pull a muscle every year and they never do anything different to avoid it. Never. I mean, either be Mr. New York or figure out a way to stay on a dad gum field. Back to the phones we go. Eight six five two hundred five four zero two, and you would think, with all the advances in sports medicine, these guys would figure out ways to stay on fields, and and not get so ripped up that they're constantly soft tissue issues. They're constantly breaking down. But let's go back to the phones and get our next call in. Hello and welcome. You I still are, go by yeah. the David Wells approach. You can't pull fat. Back to the phones we go. Hello and welcome in. How are my friends and compatriots doing? What's up, W? Uh, w Land's coming from foot bone spaces, and it sounds great. Boom. And my draft picks, I think, are still intact. Uh, Hooker and Princeton Pants to the Titans. So, uh, Keep the dream uh, alive. Princeton Fant is going to be a nice NFL player. No doubt about it. Brian, if he if Princeton fan signs as a free agent with the Titans, does W. Lynn he he still gets a prize, right? Yeah, if, if uh, I think so. Yeah, I think he should. Yep. And I believe the prize should be more than just. You should probably have a. It should be like a fifty dollar gift card, maybe, or throw in a twenty five dollar copper card too. You want to do that, Brian? You want to throw in one of yours? <laughs> I mean, look, I'm all, look, I'm all, you know, I'm all ears audio over here. If you want. Hey, basketball Lee, if he wants a bigger prize, to I send some cash. That's exactly right. Uh, you know what? Well, I, I haven't I had one to throw Lee. away, though, recently. I texted Lee last night. I said, look, if you want to up the ante, go for it. I didn't hear anything back, so. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he is a top fan. Man. Bill doesn't know what he's talking about. Uh-huh. That game last night, uh, guys, uh, was unbelievable, 8-7. to seven. I'm like you, Tony. I want to thank the fans that went. Uh, you know, <laughs> my days are sitting in that rain like that are over, but God bless the people that went, and hopefully these next two uh, games we can get more people. Uh, Tony Balls kind of made a comment on his post-game radio show about the Certain radio stations yesterday were saying stuff about when we're going to play the doubleheader, when the game's called off. Ripping me! Tony Boss <laughs> loves ripping me! I love it! He said, we don't need that. That hurts fans showing up. Hey, let me tell you something. When that clown appears on here next Thursday, I'm going to say to him, <laughs> say the name. Say the name. Say the name, Tony Boss. Say the I'm name. Sorry. He, he really just said something about he wants more fans. Kind of, we want we want you like the Uncle Sam poster. Well, you know, he. he I'd say to, I, I would say to him. That. I would say to him, play cleaner <laughs> baseball if you want the fans to come out. Right, Beanstar? <laughs> yeah, oh boy, he, do something about the weather. Do something about the weather, Tony. Clown. 
I know they're just well, they're, like, uh, It's not clean, but they're winning, which is... Well, I know. They we, still I have winning there to be more people. The next now, two still have nice crowds. Yeah, they're going to have really nice crowds, yeah. And I'm, I'm going to try to go Saturday. I hope I have a ticket. I'm so, going to uh, be I'm going to be a part of that. I'm going to be a part of that. You are Saturday, Tony. Yeah, I'm going over Saturday, yes. Okay, I hope to see you. Yes, sir. On the porch. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to uh, be yeah. I I'm going to try to get on uh Jim Peters TLD Logistics porch. Let's see what happens. I'll try to hobble down there. Those steps about kill me. I'm with John Adams on going up steps. Maybe but, I'll uh, hobble up with you. Yeah. What's the speaking of this college? Two o'clock start, Beanstar. Two o'clock start. Good weather. Two o'clock, good weather. Uh, Tony, about this playoff, I, I hit the, the first part where they're going to play on Friday the 20th and Saturday the 21st. You hit and, it. Uh, I don't understand what the problem is. December 31st is on a Tuesday, and January 1st is on a Wednesday. That's holidays for everybody. Yep. Why can't they play the Elite Eight on those two days? You, you have really got me, man. That, that makes no sense. Every year, probably, Bino, because they're trying to protect those stupid bowl games that nobody now nobody's really going to care about the bowl games. Well, they're using the big bowls for the playoffs. Well, there you go. They want, me and Bino want games on January 1st like it used to be. Bino, do you speak for uh, yeah, Dr. Lynn or do you speak for you? That's, that's another thing about the ACC commissioner's uh, proposal is I believe they would play both semifinal games on uh, on New Year's Day. Well, now, if they're doing that, they are going to have to back the season up. That's a whole new thing. You they know. are talking about that, and I'm for that, okay? Well, I'm if for they do that, if yeah. they have the championship games on uh, Thanksgiving uh, weekend, which yep. I wish they'd do away with them, but, man, they could load up uh, Friday and Saturday with college football championship games. I don't know why you wouldn't just start the playoffs a couple weeks later and play your play your final four over the uh I mean to me I would get right into the playoffs. Why would you take a month off for your playoff? They don't do that in the I other have sports. No idea. Ticket sales, I guess, or something. Well they don't do that in the other sports though. In one double A football that. they go right into their playoff. You play a season, you play your playoff. Why would you take a month off? What is this, the freaking NBA, Brian Hartman? Well, they're not taking a month off. If they play on Thanksgiving, they'd probably start two or three weeks later. That's my guess. Three they're weeks. They're going to have the Final Four on January 1st. There you go. But, uh, guys, I'm just so tickled to death we won that game uh, last night. I mean, I was I was trying to kind of come into the other TV and watch a little of the draft, but I was, my focus was on Tennessee baseball. And, uh once again, you know, th these guys don't give up. I mean, you know, they were about to blow a lead. And it's, you're right, Tony. It's one of those games Games you're up 7-1, and we've all been there with all of our teams. And you just kind of sit there and sit there, and they keep chipping away, chipping yep. away. And all of a sudden, what happened? You know. Losing teams lose that game. Teams that are going to make the postseason in any of these sports find a way to win that game. Hey, I'm talking to a buddy of mine. He call, he says, you see this choke job, the baseball team? I said, well, let, whoa, 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 let's relax wait a here. here yeah. yeah, let's wait till the game's over. And, we'll, and, and if you lose that game, that's a bad loss. There's no question. Yeah. 
terrible. Oh. But, but finding a way to win it, now you're set up for the rest of the weekend. I like the yep. geniuses online that were getting on Tony Vitello for using Burns last night. You burn Those closer. people don't know what they're talking about. They ought to be committed. They really ought to be. Well, and thank you. Good talk. Just last you, week, Dr. you did the same thing. <laughs> yeah. This last week, a week ago. Not yeah. even a week ago. Now, I'll tell you this. Tim Corbin burned that Maldonado guy against the Vols last week. Now, that was a burn job. When you leave that closer out there for like four innings like he did the other night, Beanstar, and he gets beat, that's a burn job, Beanstar. Yeah, and I don't know how they had used him in the past, Tony, but, you know, Chase is a little bit different. Chase is trained to go out there uh, four, five, six, seven innings. Uh most closers are trying to go out there for one inning, period. If you want to get in the hunting in the mix with us, 865-200-5402. If you're in our Twitter spaces, at Tony Basilio, you can uh, raise your hand. Raise your hand. Confident and secure. Raise your hand. Raise your hand if you're sure. 21 past the hour. Let's jump back. Hello and welcome into our next. You're on the air. Hi. Hey, Tony, Memphis Mafia. What's up, M.M.? Hey, uh, let me get my picks in. I, I think look for Hooker to possibly go to the Rams. Uh, part of me thinks they will hold off this year and, and draft the kid out of Southern Cal, but I'm, a, I'm, I'm thinking that. But uh, I think my official pick would be that Hooker goes to the Rams. And I think that Tillman goes. So that's my two picks. Give, give me that again, um, Memphis Mafia. You you went out on me. You're you're fading yeah. in and out like the uh, Grizzlies right now in that series. <laughs> you're hey, you're either really in or like really out. So yeah. say that one yeah. more time. You got Hooker yeah, going sorry, to the Rams, which it would be yeah. like at the well, top of the that, second that's round. That's not my official pick. No, oh, I, oh I, it's I, not. I watch for Hooker possibly with the Rams, but I think they're going to hold out for the Southern. Uh, next year, yes. uh, look for look for to go to the Titans. I gotta agree. Oh, with okay, you. Hooker to the Titans. Okay. Yep. And I, I I'm going Tillman to the Steelers. I think he fits their system, the physicality they need. They need some more offensive weapons. Um, so that's my official pick. Uh, as far as uh, Levis, I I I, uh, I think he's a guy that's kind of like Drew Locke. He's got a lot of uh, physical ability, but he's just a little weird, and I, I don't think he can command a huddle. I think uh, you mentioned his interview being kind of uh, difficult with, with ownership, and I just think that's the reason for the slide. I, I just think he's a guy that's not going to really do it in the NFL. I look at a guy like Hooker and what he can command in the in the huddle from these other guys. I just I don't think guys are going to follow him. Maybe I'm wrong. He seems like a good kid, but, uh, yeah, I think that's some, some of what's going on there. Um, and, and lastly, and I'll get out of here, uh, baseball, I think uh, they've really turned the corner. Been looking for leadership, and I think that Griffin Merritt, uh, fifth-year guy, is really starting to step up. Mm. I don't know why he wasn't uh, in the lineup every day. It puzzles me. He, we need a right-handed bat. Uh, he can do it. I think he's maybe starting to turn the corner and, and be the leader of this team uh, in a lot of ways. So appreciate you guys. Y'all have a good weekend. Uh, love to hear more. You guys are, are so much fun. Encouraged by you bring a lot of life, so uh, keep it up, guys. Thank you, Mafia. Good talking to you. You're like my favorite mafiosi at this point. 
865-200-5402. In terms of Griffin Merritt, I want to talk about a couple things he, he mentioned. Look, they tried early in the season, every which way but loose, to insert him in the lineup. When a guy's hitting like 071 in league play, and a guy goes like two for 33 at that level against everybody, I mean, you're just, or two for 40, whatever the number was, you're just not going to play. I mean, no matter how left-handed dominant your lineup is, really beautiful turn of events for Tennessee that in two consecutive, what essentially are Fridays or first games of a series, that he would be the guy providing the stroke for that to occur. You almost, if you're Tony Valls, couldn't have scripted any better. Especially right now, um, guys on a team where Christian Moore's not himself and where Blake Burke's just not providing what you thought he was going to provide. Those two guys, for whatever reason, and baseball, again, in and out, up and down, cyclical thing, but those two guys just haven't been themselves so far. And yet, yeah, Tennessee, I agree, yeah, Tony. That's ahead. the last piece to this puzzle is for those guys to get back close to the level of production. Uh, that we expected them to have coming into this season. Yeah, and I believe that they, I believe they will going down the stretch here. Um, I, I, let me give you a little dime store psychology here for what it's worth. I think Christian has gotten caught up too much in trying to fill that leadership void uh, rather than let that happen uh, naturally uh, through your performance. And I, I think it's hurt his performance. I think he's pressed somewhat because of it. Um, I think he needs to go back to to being him and and let that leadership role take care of itself. Hmm. It might be something worth pursuing with uh, Tony Valls next week. Who joins us when, Bri? Is that like Thursday on next week's program? Is that right? That is Wednesday. Wednesday. Wednesday, yes. Race fans, race fans. So Tony Valls on Wednesday of next week. For some reason, I thought he was on when Matt was on. But uh, that's cool, nonetheless. It's funny, you know, I texted Tony yesterday. Well, he didn't feel like dragging me by name, I guess. But I texted Tony yesterday and asked him if uh, there will be a doubleheader tonight if last night's game was, uh, you know, rained out, and he's a genius. Um, I don't know if you've noticed, but we have a turf field. We, we don't rain games out. And I was just sort of like, and I guess he just didn't feel like dragging me by name last night, which I, I, I guess that's pretty cool. Even though I admitted that he was sort of dragging me in a text yesterday, but... We have sort of a fun relationship. My thing with him is when it's going badly like it was a couple of weeks ago, I stay away from that dude, man. Because that, that had to be brutally unfun, the beginning of this season. From where the – and he knew they weren't, like, elite to start the year. He knew that. But he could have never known they were going to go through the valley they went through. 
Neither he nor no, Frank it's, Anderson. It's really, it's yeah. really the first time uh, in his tenure as a head coach that he's experienced that too, Tony. I mean, he's pretty much always yep. overachieved yep. while he's been here. And there had to be sort of a humbling aspect. I don't know if that's the right word to use. But there had to be sort of a humbling aspect to the aftermath of that Tennessee Tech game. Because for once, you just don't have, you know, you just don't have the answers. And this team's either going to sink or swim. And the thing he said, which was interesting heading into that Vandy series, is he said, look, the freshmen in this locker room are no longer freshmen, and maybe the leadership has to come from them. And that's exactly what happened last Friday night. That's, that. Those two freshmen, those two swings from those guys, as clutch as it can come at any level, kind of changed their uh, kind of changed their season. Absolutely reversed the direction of the entire season. So back to it. Let's go to the phones. We make the home video uh, of this year. That that might be the key moment if we look back on it. Hello and welcome into our next call. Tony Basilio show on a Friday. Hi. Hey guys, it's Paulie. Hey Paul. So uh, do I still get to keep Hooker from last from yesterday? Yeah, you you've okay. got uh, you got Hooker going to the Seahawks, right? Yeah. Which is, by the way, is where I think Which he's he still go. might. I think he's going to go there. I think they're going to take him in the second round. What do they have? Pick thirty-eight? Is that they have thirty-eight? They like five. Let's see. They have the uh, the Seahawks are the thirty-seventh pick. The the Titans are the forty-first pick tonight. Yeah, so I think he's going. They pick go. four before the Titans. I think he's going to go right there. I'll be surprised if he doesn't. All right, I got uh, I got Tillman going to the Packers, Green Bay, and I think Hyatt. I think Hyatt um, is going to go to the Raiders. I think historically speaking, those are two really solid picks because Tillman gives me a Randall Cobb vibe, and the. The Raiders historically have done things like Hyatt at wide receiver. Let's uh, probably get some soccer extra time here. What do you mean? What What do you mean, Beno? Made three picks. No, I told people they could pick again. So yesterday, he picked. um, Yesterday, he picked Hooker. This was his little his play from yesterday. He nailed. Okay. He nailed right going to the pack to the uh, Bears yesterday. Which By is the way, uh, pretty impressive. Yeah, that that's impressive thing. because he's a Bears fan. Yes, he just homered it. Yes, I think I, I don't think, think the Packers. I think the Packers are really going to want a receiver because they don't. They want Jordan Love to look great, or they just you know they're gonna they're gonna get some big grief if they don't get this kid some weapons. Well, that's a really good point, and. Aaron Rodgers said uh, in an interview, well, no, yesterday at a press conference up in uh, New York, he said that there was cosmic synchronicity to him choosing, once he came out of his dark room, there was cosmic synchronicity that led to him ending up with the Jets. Wow. Yep. I mean, how do you argue with that? Cosmic synchronicity. You know, maybe that could get uh, Tennessee basketball's offense in better shape if we sent Barnes to a dark room for a few days. I knew probably couldn't make it through. I knew he couldn't make it through this call. 
Well, can I ask you something? Like Why? Why it do you looks do like that? he was on some. It looked like he was on some psychedelics at, at halftime of the FAU. Well, thanks. Okay. I just wanted to uh, say I, I don't think Hooker's going to be taken by the. There's no way the Steelers take him with Pickett there. So no, the Seahawks. Pittsburgh out. Seahawks. Yeah, we mentioned Hooker. We mentioned you mentioned Lamb Weirdo Steelers and drafting. Oh, that was Levis. I'm sorry. That's right. Yeah, somebody was playing around. Yeah, I've got it all screwed up. But here, here's the thing about the Steelers. But even then, a quarterback they have a, they have tickets, well, so they won't take him either. But the Steelers hold that first spot tonight. If somebody wants really, really wants one of those quarterbacks and they want to pay a little extra juice, they may jump in there. So it would not be like, I guess, completely shocking if that occurs. The thing you don't want to see with Hooker is him being on that board in the middle of the second round. That would not be good. And, Bino, it's interesting how certain guys get on that slide. Like, people that really follow the draft last night said if Levis gets past seven or eight, he could slide all the way out of the first round. And I thought, well, that's crazy. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah, they're just it, it got beyond the point where anyone left needed a quarterback, and no one was willing to make that move last night that you're talking about could possibly happen today. And then the other thing about the draft I think is interesting at the top is Mike Eagles got in a spot where they almost had to take the two players they took. Whether they went into the night saying we want these two guys or not, if that Carter guy is sitting there and you're 10, like the Eagles were, you almost have to take him. I was talking about that yesterday on the air, and I didn't know the Eagles were going to get him, but that's a guy to me that either is going to be a perennial all-pro, or a total swing and miss. And if you're them, you can afford that. And then at the bottom of the first round, when Nolan Smith, who many people thought, was a first 15 to 18 pick, that kind of player in the league, when he's sitting there at the bottom of the first round, you've got to take him if you're Philly. Two Georgia players. And look, I'm not a Georgia guy, but we have four of their players right now off, in my mind... In my lifetime, their last two defenses have been two of the best defenses I've ever seen at this level. I mean, they kind of smothered and overwhelmed us last year, didn't they? They're the only team, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, I, I, I mean, you, you certainly didn't need 30 people in your war room to make those two. No. And that's the other new thing, right, in sports. You've got, like Brian Celtics in the, in the NBA, you've got all these jokers now that sit behind the bench. Brian, what do they need, these NBA teams? What do they need a full row of 30, and, and Rick Barnes too, what do these guys all of a sudden need 30 people behind them? What are, they, what are we doing here? Uh, they have all this, all this analytic stuff that they want to try to use, I guess, to get in band. Yeah, that's and that's it's probably a, part of it. And it's a bunch of the Q word, okay? It's a bunch of quap. Like Bino said earlier, you got it's good work if you can get it. Oh hell, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. It probably uh, tastes pretty well. Yeah, I'm not putting anybody, you know, down for being employed. But it's just a bunch of nothing. I mean, where does it end? You have a thousand of them for one basketball game. I mean, there's way more of those guys than there are players. 
Watch an NBA game and watch how many guys there are. It's like two rows of jokers back there. Well, didn't Florida have like uh, half as many assistant coaches on their staff as players last year? Those war rooms look like they're getting ready to launch a rocket now. They sure do. Instead of pick somebody from Boston College. And Jerry Jones's war room last night, as dark as that thing is, and the way the table's shaped and the lighting in there, it literally looks like the epicenter of the New World Order MP3. Like we found the epicenter of the New World Order. N it's W-O-W. No wonder Jones has been dead for like three years. My other favorite thing, Bino, about that draft, besides the way those guys dress, which is just, well, never mind. Um, the other thing about the draft that I love is no matter what pick you just made, no matter how unsure you are of the pick, no matter if you're last night the Jets and the Patriots traded right in front of you to keep you from drafting the player you wanted, which is what happened, or the Cowboys who wanted the kid from Utah, and they ended up not getting him because he was taken right before they drafted the uh, tight end. You immediately, everybody stands up and hugs each other like you know it's a great pick. The other thing about the draft that's really annoying is the crisis actors that show up. It is obviously so fake and so staged. Every team has like 50 people there, and they're all sitting together. Why would they all, can I ask somebody this? Why would they all be sitting together unless it's coordinated? Did you guys notice that last night? Now that we've turned it into a big rock concert, I'm not here to pee on what they're doing. They got the biggest uh, sports league this side of the EPA and EPL in the world. So I'm not here to, you know, I'm just here to point these things out, doing what I do. That's obviously phonier than a $3 bill. I mean, you, you literally have Arizona Cardinal fans that have made the trip. First of all, Arizona Cardinals don't have fans that have made the trip to Kansas City to hear one guy's name yelled. And like a friend of mine told me last night, and this is the absolute truth, if they paid me $300 out of a talent agency to put a jersey on and gave me four or five drink tickets, I'd go too. Would you, Brian? Brian, would you rock a Titan jersey for, say, 300 bucks and like five uh, drink tickets? They would have to pay me a lot more than that. I would uh, I would rock my team's jersey for a lot less. Did Brian a Titans jersey that would that would cost them a whole hell of a lot more. Bino, do battle. you believe that those people are real fans that fly in for that event, or do you believe that's a paper deal by the NFL? Uh, it's obviously papered, Tony. Heck, the Titans don't have that many fans at some of their games. <laughs> This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. 
Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. This is Laurie Cole, Executive Director with Pay Grace Forward. We are a community solution to predatory lending. We help people in Murray County who are trapped in payday and title loan debt. We do this through financial mentoring, followed by low interest grace loans. To see if Pay Grace Forward can help you or to volunteer with our organization, please visit our website at paygraceforward.org or call 931-548-6797.
Have you heard the news? The Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools has a new day and time. Hop on the Big Yellow School Bus Saturdays at 10 a.m. right here on WKOM 101.7 FM to hear all about what's happening in and around Murray County Public Schools. The Big Yellow School Bus with Jack Cobb and friends on Front Porch Radio Saturdays at 10 a.m. on WKOM 101.7 FM. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. T to the B, back with you. 865-200-5402. Shout out to my friends, uh, all those of you who subscribe to our uh, new uh, Instagram, Tony Basilio Show Real. Uh, That's us. Also, please do that. We're going to drop some content there uh, as we go. Also, uh, Twitter Spaces today, we've been, and we've got a bunch of new folks that are in there today, so tell a friend about that. We're having fun. The other thing is uh, we're now broadcasting on Facebook Live and also on Twitch, so if you want to uh, download and subscribe there, have at it. We really need you to subscribe, though over to our Instagram page, moving toward football season through the summer. That will really help us. Because over there they allow long-form video once you have a certain number of subscribers. And so you would be doing us a great favor. Uh, so, thank you. I think I, can, I think I can share that with you and you not take liberties with me. Let's, without further ado, at 865-200-5402, get into the mix and into the hunt. Um, I'm just trying to be real here with you here. We're not, we're not trying to be a fake. We're not trying to be like a Fidel Goodell bro hug. See, that's one of Bino's favorite parts of the draft. Bino told me last night, he said, I've always loved... The indoctrination into the league when Fidel Goodell reaches over and he um, and he gives the bro hug. Bino, you for the bro hug? I'm not forty. I am not forty. I despise that guy. Okay, I'm an Italian. I hug people. When I hug people, it's for real. When I see you on the street. And I give you a hug, it's for real. Because I heard it on the street. I heard you might have found somebody new. It's great. That's a great song. I want to go outside today in the rain. Dramatics. That's a great song. That is a great song, Bino. What year is that? Like 71? 70, 71? That was right in the Al Jackson period. Yeah. when they had just lost all their masters, they had gotten ripped off by Atlantic Records, and he walked in there and said, "Okay, we're going to do some, we're going to do some uh, psychedelic soul." In the rain is a freaking great jam. I'm gonna go outside. That's a great jam. Let's go to our phones. Brian Hartman has given you the one hundred percent guarantee that it will not rain on you tonight at the ball game. Is that true, Brian? I'll stand by that. 
Yep, because Lam Weirdo called me last night. By game time. Well, Lam Weirdo called me last night and said, "Great forecast by Brian Hartman." No, I said that it would be rainy tonight, and the rain would move out by this afternoon, sometime before first pitch on Friday. Lam Weirdo cracked so on that you. Was, that was accurate. Lam Weirdo was, cracked on actually, you. He uh, actually—that was accurate. It did rain during the game last night. I didn't say it would be good last night. Bino, Jeff but Henderson. And tomorrow should be. Bino, Jeff Henderson, true or false? Hendon Hooker's off the board in the first five picks tonight. True or false? That would be. Let's see. Where do the where do the the Titans go? Forty-one. If that's what you're asking, so that would be nine picks in. I think is that right? I'm not a mathematician, but will they trade up? Yeah, he is not off the board in the first five picks. Who's the first Vol off the board tonight? Brian Hartman, what say you? First Vol off the board tonight. I'll say Hooker is. I think it's Hyatt. I think it's Hooker or one of the receivers. Yeah, I think it's Hyatt. Bino, what do you say? I say it's Hooker. Back to the phones we go. We'll get our next call in. Lots to talk about. Very little time to get there. It is your Tony Basilio show on the one, the only. Hello and welcome in. What's up, fellas? Hey, Lee. I don't know what I have to do to convince Tykes Bill. I don't, I'm with you, man. I'm I'm for you. Like I I know I'm hard on the Titans. I call it like it is. I mean they're a poverty franchise, so it's but I'm rooting for them. That doesn't sound like a lot of love there, Lee. I'm sorry. I mean, you can't call somebody a poverty franchise. Good gosh, man. Well, I mean, let's let's be serious here. I mean, come on. We they had. That trade they had lined up last night was legit. Like, they were going to make that trade if Stroud was available. But somebody in their organization leaked it out, and tech, the Texans' ownership, sorry, we'll just we'll just go ahead and take Stroud, see how you like it. They power-moved them, didn't they? Hey, the Texans power-moved a couple people last night. I give the Texans. Now, look, it might be boom or bust for them. But the Texans jumped in there and got two complete. Now, they might have overpaid, but they got complete two complete difference makers at the top of that draft potentially for them. I, see, my opinion, of Stroud, my opinion of Stroud really did change after that game against Georgia. Agree. Like, I, I, thought, he, I thought he was incredible. Like, Agree. If that's what you get out of Stroud, then you got a player. Like, Will Anderson, I'm not, I'm not bought in on Will Anderson. I mean, I think he's – I think he'll be, a, you know, he'll be a good pro, but he's – He's not going to be a difference maker. I mean, well, let's put it this way. Our guy went 10 in that draft last night because of what he did to Will Anderson. So you can give yeah, you some of that. Cause he got manhandled yeah. in that game. So, but, you know, I mean, Alex, I don't think the Texans, whatever. But, I mean, you know, the Titans, I mean, come on. They, you let it leak out so you don't get your quarterback, and you end up with, like, the fifth best offensive lineman in the draft that has, like, short arms that fell on everybody's draft yeah. board. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I know you need offensive line help, but I would have took Jalen. I would have traded up, tried to trade up again to try to get Jalen Carter to try to get any kind of difference maker you can on that team. Hey, Bino, Lee sounds like he's really for the Titans, doesn't he? He's got some great. I uh, I got Lee's back. I think he's for the Titans. Yeah. You you sound like Lee. You sound like a you sound like an Eagle fan. My brother texted me last night and goes, "What do you think of Jalen Carter?" And I said. You don't want to know what I think. He said, would you have something positive to say once in your life? And I said, Rich, this is a risk. This guy's a risk. That's a risky pick there. Yeah, it's, it's, 
it might be risky, man, but I'll be honest with you. The guy, I, I don't care what he got. I would have took him. Oh, he's, a, he's a totally, he's a hall, he's a potential Hall of Fame player. I mean, that's what he is. Yeah. I, I thought, and this is how, that, that, that draft was so crazy last night, man. Like, nothing made sense. No. Nobody knew what was what was going on. No. Like, everybody had Jalen Carter going to the Seahawks. That was, like, the one thing everybody was for sure yep. about. Like, yep. he was, like, minus 350 to go to Seattle at five. And then and, and they passed on it. And we were we all just threw our hands in the air and we were like, We're done with this. Like we have no idea. And if we're you're the Eagles yeah, if you're the Eagles and you're sitting there at ten, you gotta take him. You gotta oh, take yeah. him. You got no choice. What was Seattle doing there? What was that? Like it seriously, like everybody knew that draft was gonna be weird, like nobody had a good feeling on where players were going. That's right. But the one surest thing was probably Jalen Carter going five to the to the Seahawks. It, it was like minus his over under was like minus six and a half. And the the under was like minus five hundred, and he was like minus three hundred to go to Seattle. So it was just after that we just I just stopped. I was like, this is a joke. This hey, is a circus. Hey, what did the market say about Levis getting out of the first round? What were the numbers? Do you know? Oh, you would have made if you put a hundred dollars on that, you you would have made ten grand. I mean, his his over under was like over under four and a half was something like minus four hundred to, wow. to go under four and a half. Apparently it's that just, whole oh, yeah, Reddit, apparently that Reddit rumor that came out yesterday, you know him at the top of the draft, was started by him through a friend of his, which is pretty neat, according to today's New York Post. If you believe that, yeah. oh, I believe it. Yeah, I believe it, and it just shows how scared those books are. Like after getting raked over the coals for so many years on the draft, those books did not take any chances this year. Like it, that, they didn't verify anything, any sort of information that came out. They started moving numbers all over the place. But, but, but I think the Eagles. Did, I mean, the Eagles are loaded, dude. I mean, that, getting Jalen Carter there is just insane. That's that's that's, that's just insanity, if you ask me. And then the DB but, we get at the bottom of the first round. I'm like, what in the world? Howie Roseman's doing work. Uh, I, they're they're good. Anyway, I tell you, I, as far as like picking, I, I told you, I'll throw in some money on if somebody can get two players right. Yeah. Give me That's two. Give good. me the two. Yeah. Go ahead, because you said it's a one in three hundred chance. But now, now the odds are a lot better in 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 the favor of the caller. So go ahead. Give me two vols and where they're going. I don't know. I throw, just throw darts. I'll say Jalen Hyde goes to the Chiefs. That makes sense. And I'll say Byron Young goes to the Jags. Ooh, Brian, would you like Byron Young with the Jags off the edge? Did he say uh, Jags or Giants? Jags. I thought he said Giants. Jags. Jags. Oh, wow. I he said take, Jags, right? Yeah, I would yeah, take that, that yeah. Bri. Awesome. I'd do that all day long. Me, yeah. Third-round pick, Bri. I'd take that all day long. Absolutely. That's value right there. But but the Titans last night, see, I give them can't have enough, You can't have enough edge rushers. You just can't have enough people who can get the quarterback. Lee, while you're hating on the Titans, I give them a lot of credit <laughs> because they went out. And they stayed away from that fool's gold of Levis in that first round. And I know people want to say, well, they got a short arm. And he is a short arm guy. But that's a pretty solid pick by them. He is a short arm guy, though, no question. Uh, I just, uh, I mean, that team needs a difference makers big time. You know, I, I mean, like, there's still a long draft to go. They can still, they, they can still make up for it. Like, I, I'd be happy if they dropped Jake Hayner, the quarterback from Fresno, see what, see what that kid can do. Nice. Yeah. You know. I mean, I like him more than I like, honestly, more than I like Hooker or Levis or anybody. But 
I mean, it's a long draft. I, I just, I just think that team needs needs playmakers. You know, just, I mean, I would have been happy with B. John Robinson there. You know, they got Henry. Just anybody, somebody that can do something with the ball that can make a difference on the field. Would you have taken them taking Jameer Gibbs there? Probably not, only because Jameer Gibbs. I love Gibbs, but my, my issue with Gibbs is he's never been like the workhorse back. That's exactly he's, right. He's, he's never been like a, a first and second down back you can give the ball to. He's a tiny and guy. He's basically just a, he's just a complimentary back. Yeah. I mean, he's really good. So I mean, dropping a complimentary back like Detroit did that high, I think is is a little weird. But I mean, yeah. I think he's a hell of a player. It's just that's a little bit high for. Well, a it's extremely back. Detroit, and if you look at the roster with Swift, you're kind of going, okay, what are we doing here? <clears throat> but that's Detroit. Detroit is, uh, and I appreciate you. Thank you. I remember the Detroit years being out when they would just draft receivers. Well, and then that was really Butch Jones, which is ironic because that's where he was from, up there in Michigan. But every year we're just going to take a receiver, first, first or second pick of yeah. the draft. Yeah. And they ended up getting the kid from um, uh, when they were doing that. They ended up hitting on one of them who was a Hall of Fame player, the kid that came from Georgia Tech, whose name's escaped me right now. That guy was incredible. What was his that name? was uh, Calvin Johnson Megatron. Yes, he right? was a freak. And thank you for remembering his nickname, Megatron. Yeah, he uh, Tron. he retired. I thought he retired. He, he could have. Well, I was hoping he'd play a lot longer than he did. No, oh, good for him. It just seemed like he retired prematurely. Get out while you're young. But I can understand from you that got perspective. It. And I'll say this for old Nashville Lee, boy, you really have a great way of showing your love for the franchise. Good. He did everything, but uh, but uh, sing the song today, uh, Bino. Well, I mean, Tony, I don't think you and I can... Uh... This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram thanks St. Jude Children's Hospital for their admirable work. We are committing to their cause of providing quality care to families in need at no cost to them by donating $150 for every new vehicle sold. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram is proud to partner with St. Jude for the fourth consecutive year. If you are currently in the market for a new vehicle, visit the team in-store or shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia.net to help families protect what matters most. You can count on us. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day -day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224.
Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today. 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, the 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. Hi, Jimmy Elliott for Columbia Ace Hardware. I want to invite you to the grand opening of our garden center, Saturday, April 29th. Come check out our great selection of fruit trees, hanging baskets, ferns, and garden plants. We'll have those things you need to get your garden growing. There'll be lots of activity that day, grilling demos from our Big Green Egg and Traeger experts, free giveaways with your garden center purchase, and Breeze Homemade Ice Cream will be there to take care of your sweet tooth. The doors open at 8 a.m., 112 East James Campbell. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Coach, baseball is back, and WKRM 103.7 is excited to bring you coverage and sponsorship options for this 2023 season. That's right, Taff, and this year our advertising partners had the option to sponsor our live Little League coverage, Atlanta Braves coverage, or a combo package that carry both of them. This area loves baseball, and what a great way to support the community by helping us bring coverage of our Little League, but also taking a moment to promote local businesses. People are crazy about the Atlanta Braves. Whoa, 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 whoa. There's something special and timeless about baseball radio broadcast. There sure is. So visit Front Porch Radio TN and click on the blue Advertise With Us button for more information about how your company can sponsor baseball of all kinds this season with WKRM. WKRM. 
Each week on History's Hook, we'll be bringing you interesting and informative stories from the past in an effort to connect the history in our own backyard to the big events that compose national and world history. I'm your host, Tom Price. This is not your high school history class. We're going to make history fun and compelling. We're going to get you hooked. History's Hook with your host, Tom Price, Saturdays at 9 a.m. and 6 p.m., right here on WKOM 101.7 FM Front Porch Radio. Join us for a journey through time. All right, welcome back, everybody. This is T. Willie. It is that time of week. I've got Miles Johnson on the phone from Foodland. What kind of specials do we got this week? Uh, well, we have two sales going on at the moment. Uh, we have one that runs all week, and that has whole ribeyes for five ninety nine a pound, ribeye steaks uh, six ninety nine a pound, fresh corn on the cob two ears for a dollar, bushes baked beans two for five, and Coca Cola six packs three for ten. And we also have today only a five dollar Friday ad, and that includes things such as. 40-pack Niagara water, party size Chips Ahoy's, T-bone steak, pork tenderloins, all sorts of stuff, all for $5. Miles, thank you as always, and you guys are open seven days a week, obviously 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. right there on West 7th Street near the post office, so everybody needs to come on by, and uh, if there's something you don't see, uh, ask somebody there, and uh, they'll even get a hold of Miles for you, right? Yes, that's right. Okay, Miles, you have a great weekend, and, uh, and we'll catch up with you next week, okay? All righty, thank you. Thank you. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee.